0: All right, welcome to another episode of Rival. Scott Mitchell, Jason Buck. It's out, Jason. The season is starting for college football. And, of course, they have all these preseason polls. The University of Utah running Utes are picked by a rather large margin, large margin to win the Pac-12 South. So it's a huge— That's awesome, yeah. They're huge favorites to win the South. Overwhelming but they're also favored to win the entire Pac-12. That is that is this cool. This is by all of the media yeah that covers the whole conference. Now, there's a lot so Utah had 12 first place votes, Oregon had 11, Washington had 11, and I think Stanford had like 10. Um the 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 preseason pick, the question always is, do they have are they right, right? Yeah. cuz a lot of people go, "Oh yeah, it never ends up the way that it actually does well. It's it's a fascinating thing. About fifty. It's been since Utah joined the Pac-12. Fifty percent of the time, the preseason pick actually won the conference. So so it's been fairly yeah. accurate. You know, fifty no, percent. You know, you, it's it's like a fifty-fifty chance. And I'm sure if it, you right? look
1: at the teams that were picked to win, they finished very close to the top. That's what's also right. interesting is there's only
0: been three teams. So the the like the North and South winner. Um, there have only been three teams in the preseason that were picked that actually didn't make it to the championship game, yeah. so they got the participants right almost like seventy five percent of the time. Right, they just they 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 were a little bit less accurate, but still fairly fairly I think fairly accurate on on who was actually going to win. Yeah. So now that it's out, and and again I was at Pac twelve media day and. It was very clear that people had a tremendous amount of respect for Utah. Are they the team? I mean, are they the team to win the Pac-12? What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think they absolutely deserve that ranking in those votes. I, I really do. I mean, they're in a perfect position. They're you know with all the players they're returning and they've been coming on and and they deserve that respect. You know, now they just got to own it. I loved being in that situation in in college, you know, in uh, 85 when I just came into BYU coming off the national championship. I ranked high, you know, early in the season, picked to win it all. I'd won 24 games straight down at, I think it was, at BYU at that time. I mean, it was just, but you own it. I mean, you know what I'm saying. You don't. So you, it...
0: you never were in a position like, oh, don't screw this up, don't right. lose a game. You feel don't... all nervous. You and... never felt that way about. No, it. No,
1: <laughs> yeah. just didn't. Just just owned it. Just pumped about it, excited. And then we honestly had this niche for just being angry every week. It didn't matter who we were playing. We're like people are disrespecting us. When people you say are... a
0: niche for that, was that like hard for you to be angry? Because I I wouldn't <laughs> see it like as a niche. I'd see it more you as know. like a. I don't know, a a national phenomenon. You you know, not you a know little me. niche thing. It was like Jason being angry is kind of like the sun rising every day from the east.
1: <laughs> That's true. It happens all the time. That is true. When I compete, I have a very ugly side. So you enjoyed being angry. I enjoyed it. It was one of the motivational tools you would use. You'd find a way to, you know, find those other teams disrespecting you and and looking down at you, talking down to you, you know, have, trying to upset you. I mean, it didn't matter whether you're playing Utah or Washington or you, know, UCLA. It didn't is, Ohio State. It didn't matter.
0: Is this a is this a place then that Utah can be comfortable? Because you, you're think talking so.
1: about it didn't bother you. It wasn't anything.
0: Kyle Whittingham has been known. To, he likes to be flying under the radar, sneaking up on people. Kind of the underdog, us against the world mentality. Can Utah thrive then can, being the guy with the bullseye on You his can chair?
1: absolutely have the bullseye on your chest and own it and go out there with that attitude of, hey, these guys don't think we should be here. They're, you know, they're talking crap on us. They don't think we deserve to be at the top. They're going to knock us off. Everybody's against us. It's us against the world. You can still build that whole mentality. And that's why I've always said to you, the key to Utah's success this year is finding that. I'm not worried about the coaches, really. I'm not. I'm... Uh, I'm not worried about the talent. I'm worried about the leadership. You know, that's where I think if they can find that leadership, that just that that magic piece of the formula that keeps inside that that buzz in the locker room where they're owning it as players and the the captains and the leaders in the team come out there ready to fight each week and lead that each week, and they can find that magic, and they could they could absolutely do this and win it all. So we'll be able to tell you know, real early in the season, if they're, you know, finding that leadership inside the locker room that I think is the key, because every other piece is there for Utah, really, you know, staying healthy, obviously, but I think every other piece is there for them to just do it all.
0: One of the things that really impressed me were a lot of players that were eligible for the NFL draft came back, and a lot of the older players, and they said, we have unfinished business. Yeah. They all reached that conclusion on their own. Yep. So you you th- that
1: that could be one of those signs you're talking it's about that leadership that it, it might be absolutely a to... because I could have went I had p- people approaching me back when I wasn't done very often in our in our day you know after my junior year and say hey you can go high first round low second round if you go in the draft right now your junior year and you know all that buzz and talk and I thought you know what no. I'm going to own this. I want to win the Outland Trophy. I want to play with my brothers, you know, one more year and represent my school. It meant a lot to me to represent BYU. It really did, and so I just shunned the you know opportunity or the talk of going to the NFL, really for that reason. The love of my teammates, the love of my school, and I knew I had a really good shot at the Outland Trophy. I, I knew I was you know one of the very top you know front runners to it. And it was was all a dream of mine to represent my school, play with my brothers, win the Outland Trophy. So I stayed. And, you know, that's I think that's really, like you said, a key to this Utah team, a good sign, a great sign, is those leaders chose to come back. And those guys, the Brad and I, these other guys should be the guys that are the leaders that, you know, toe the line in the locker room, keep everybody focused. Don't let any of that crap, you know, seep into the locker room and take care of business. All
0: right, there you have it. Jason Buck thinks that this poll actually might be
1: accurate. Yep. This round of Rivals is over. It's over, and uh, I'm off to my corner. All right, he's Jason Buck. That's Scott Mitchell. All
0: right, Rivals has arrived. Now it's time to go. We're powered by KSLSports.com. You can find us on Facebook at the Helmets, uh, not the Helmets Off. Take that (laughs) helmet off, and inside you'll find a couple of Rivals. A couple of Rivals. At the Rivals uh, podcast or on Twitter at the Rivals show. Until then, I'll get Jason Buck straightened out.